Hello and welcome to this week's episode of The Longshot Club. I'm Bran. I'm Noel. I'm Ellie. And this week, we're watching a little movie called Jojo Rabbit. So Fuck excited! Yes. <laughs> I, uh, I was so, like, excited to share the movie with these guys. And we, we, know, we have, like, a running list. And when yep. I realized I wanted to watch this movie... Again, because I've she seen it before. She bumped the list. Yeah, I, I moved. Uh, we were going to watch a different movie today. And I was like, no, put that in the future. I, but I didn't want to tell them what it was until I dropped the hints because I wanted a natural reaction because I just thought it would be much funnier and Noel, that way. Yep, and Noel was very displeased. <laughs> yeah. But he got through it. He was very he was frustrated about not knowing what it was right away. Yeah, he was a trooper. He got really yeah. mad when I didn't tell him immediately what my second movie was going to be. So I just yeah. like the, the phrase... Uh, his imaginary friend Adolf Hitler. I just, I needed that phrase. I, I need to it. say it. I love it. I'm super excited. I've been dying to see this movie. I wanted to see it when it was in theaters. For whatever reason, it didn't happen. But now that we can stream in times of pandemic, yeah. this is so, I'm so, I'm so pumped. Yeah. I just kind of like randomly watched it with my parents. I was at their house for dinner one night and we were going through like all the options for streaming, trying to figure out something we all wanted to watch. And, oh. you know, our tastes are, not always, you know, the In same. Sync. <laughs> and uh, we just happened across this, and uh, I, I think I'd heard about it before, um, but I didn't really know much about it. And uh, other than like Taika Waititi plays Hitler, which <laughs> is funny uh, on more than one level, yeah, because um, he is Jewish and also not white. Um, yep. <laughs> uh, it's kind of like the ultimate fu. <laughs> yeah, which, which was the idea. Um, I didn't know that he's Jewish. Uh, I only know that because trivia. I mean, that makes sense. Movie, but... Having read it. Um, but yeah, uh, so um, yeah, and just the movie is—it's uh, so good, and I'm really excited to share it with these guys. I'm super pumped. Yeah, let's do this. Yes. All right, we'll be back in a little bit. Okay, so we just watched Jojo Rabbit. It was awesome. Yeah, it was so was. good. So good the second time. You know, miss, uh, catching all the things I missed the first time. <laughs> uh, so let's start with uh, what are you guys' thoughts on the movie? General thoughts. I mean, yeah, it was awesome. That's general thoughts right now. <laughs> it's an excellent film that I'm going to be very hard-pressed to actually want to watch again. Hmm. Really? Well, yeah, well, we can get into that if yeah. you really want to, but I wasn't going to try and monopolize yeah. right out of the I think <laughs> I think this is one of those movies where, given the subject matter, for those that don't know, it's going to be dealing with World War II time frame, Nazis, the Nazi-Jew, can they be friends, conflict that comes up, things like that. Yeah. Um. So I think it's, but I think it's one of my favorite movies that deals with World War II subject matter. Interesting. Yeah. I think um, that's because, and it's because of the way it's done. Like I think, yeah. like I usually hear World War II and it's all about like the struggle and like the very poignant, like sad, heavy, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. But this you was actually, this was light and I yeah, laughed. Yeah, you don't and, often get a pure comedy about right, uh, exactly. World I think, War II, Nazi yeah, Germany. <laughs> exactly. And I think, and I think the only other movie that I, saw at one point was in school and we watched it like and it was specifically designed to be a comedy mm -hmm. and like it was a huge controversial thing thing it was it called it's a wonderful life beautiful life? oh uh, life is beautiful life is beautiful i'm uh, sorry it's a wonderful yes. life is totally different. <laughs> yeah i was gonna say so sorry yeah i, yeah, I don't know that one remember, uh, life is beautiful yeah i if remember. remember right it stars roberto benini i believe it's an italian film oh, yeah okay uh, so yeah did uh -uh. you want to 
the the gist of it is the um actors uh, the actor is jewish his wife is not okay and they have a son okay the uh, obviously and this is right when things were happening like they're gathering in the jews and they're sending them off to the concentrations camp so obviously the father and the son are going to a concentration camp the wife insists on going because her Mm. family is going um but the main the whole idea is the father is trying so hard the entire film to make everything seem like an adventure for his son so his son is not terrified so he thinks they're on some kind of grand adventure Uh and they have to pretend to be other people otherwise they lose the game yeah and it's literally like i mean it's one of the most like heart-wrenching things that i remember watching when i was younger is this um are are the characters german or are they italian uh they're italian they're italian yeah um but yeah the entire it was one of it was one of the most interesting things to watch because i'm like this is about world war ii and it's a comedy yeah. And I'm laughing. Like, it, it's, it was funny. It was yeah, legitimately yeah. funny. It's funny as hell right up until, what would you say, the that, last, yeah. like, 20 minutes? The last 20 minutes take. are yeah. going to get and then you. It, yeah. yeah, it punches you right in the soul and doesn't stop until you're dead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jojo Rabbit definitely has moments um, like sure. that. Yeah. You know, it's a comedy, but then it also has really touching moments. And yeah. It's a very smart movie. It, um, it is. And, it does, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm actually really curious within... Honestly, like other Jewish communities, I personally am not Jewish. Other so, um, <laughs> so, um, but one of the things I remember about that film is like it was pretty controversial among the Jewish communities as far as um, life is beautiful because you know how dare you make this funny uh-huh. type of yeah. thing. And some people didn't like it because they didn't think it was funny, like yeah. the jokes were bad anyway. But then you have something like Jojo Rabbit that I think is just amazing. But I think it does similar things. Yeah. <laughs> like it's making, it's trying to make funny something that really is not yeah. funny. Um, when, when is Life is Beautiful from? I know we're talking about a different movie here. Uh, but we're... Pull <laughs> it up to real the quick. Google. Yeah, to I the Google machine. It's from the late 90s. Yeah, 1997. Okay. Um, but no, if, if you think about it, though, you had the exact same issue crop up with the producers. And all that mm-hmm. was was a musical inside of a comedy where yeah. it's actively mocking everything about yeah. Germany during World War II. Yeah. And it's actively saying, this is garbage, and you are supposed to mock it and laugh at it. It's not supposed to be great and grand. Yeah, right. yeah. I think Jojo Rabbit did a good job of that, where they're just... Exactly. Just... Making fun of uh, the Nazis. Right. I mean, the Heil Hitler scene is <laughs> well, yeah, that, just, I mean, that right there. Yeah. See, that that's exactly it, though. She was talking about how Life is Beautiful drew up this controversy, and then the producers, just because of one gag, basically, mm-hmm. had the exact same situation crop up. Right. Yeah. So I, I have to imagine that people were up in arms about this, too. I have I, to imagine that. I don't, I don't, I don't remember it. it. This movie, I think it came out in 2018? Um, uh, no, if I remember right, it just came out last year. Okay, uh, so 2019. Yeah, yeah literally okay. just last year. Let yeah. me see if I can find any controversy about okay, it. Okay, while you're doing that, um, yeah. I, I learned something interesting today. By pure chance, uh, today is November 20th, uh, 2020. 75 years ago today, the Nuremberg trials began. Are you serious? I am serious. Oh, wow. So we, How randomly, about that? we randomly watched How about a that movie for about twist Nazis. Of fate? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, when some, unfortunately not all, of those Nazi bastards got what we, what they deserved, um, uh, I were uh, I want to establish early on in this show's run that we are very strongly anti-Nazi <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, just just to clarify. Yeah, <laughs> just to clarify. But no, I'm anything, anything interesting. Anything? So, on the whole, it was really well appreciated and received by the U.S. Mm-hmm. But by God, apparently received a 
scathing review over in England. It's funny because uh, I I wanted to buy this movie, but apparently they um they didn't put it out on DVD or anything in Region One, which hmm. is upsetting. Yeah, no, it's uh, it was compared very unfavorably to Moonrise Kingdom, uh, directed by the same guy that did. Uh, it- Life is Beautiful? No, Budapest Hotel. Grand Budapest. Really? Yeah, he did Moonrise Kingdom, which is about, if I remember right... uh, I remember hearing about Moonrise Kingdom. Yeah, it's about two kids that run off because one of them is, like, under a really obsessive dad or something, and then the other is just bored with life and wants an adventure. Right. Uh, So apparently... It it has nothing to do with World War II. Right. Um, But, yeah, apparently... The early scenes of Jojo Rabbit got really unfavorably compared to that. And then the latter half where it got really kind of serious and into the meat of the situation. Apparently, people were horrified there that it trivialized it in their minds. Hmm. Well, I mean, to be fair, if granted, if my understanding of history is correct, and I'm not going to claim that it is, (laughs) but... um, I would think, I mean, England was begging the U.S. for help for a while because of how affected they were by this war. So I would imagine the trauma that they have was something with a movie that would touch on a movie like what this movie is touching on. Yeah. Um, I would imagine it would be, I I can only imagine they would receive it differently than in the U.S. Like, it just, it makes sense. Because, you know, the like, it took... it took what Pearl Harbor and you know Winston yeah. Churchill ba- basically yeah. begging like you need to get involved, you need to help, because basically nobody wanted to be involved because we just we had just gotten out of a war. And, nobody wanted to go back to war. And frighteningly enough, Nazis and fascism weren't as hated in the U.S. as you Correct. might think. There's such thing right. as the American Bund. Exactly. Um, there were the basically an American Hitler Youth. Yes. That sort of thing. Um, and it really wasn't until World War II that anti-Semitism as a whole began right. began more frowned upon. Did you want to say something, Noel? Actually, yeah. I was going to mention that there's this other podcast I've been listening to lately called Dirty Cheap. They, they just read these old pulp fiction novels. Mm, yes, yeah, so you're telling me about that. Yeah. Um, and they were going into, it's really interesting how this one book that they're reading it was originally going to be turned into a movie and then they scrapped it at the last minute because it turned out that one of the people in like the writing process of the book had been a communist mm, and they uh, got blacklisted yeah and see that's just it he didn't warner oh. brothers just pulled the plug on it out of fear oh because oh, they didn't want to get blacklisted by everybody Exactly. So yeah. what was interesting was they went into this discussion. It just really detoured for a good five minutes into this little discussion about how America up until World War, World War II was basically like fascists and socialists just living hand in hand, oblivious to each other. Yeah. Mm. Up until that moment where they turned and they looked at each other and they said, oh, oh yeah. shit. I, um, I just recently listened to... Uh, another podcast over the referencing podcast i'm a big fan of the dollop and behind the bastards and that's yeah. a lot of where i've learned about like uh american fascists but how interesting um just yesterday i listened to one about um oh fuck i need to look up his name again something mosley who was the british hitler as he was referred to in the podcast oh fun. um and uh and he had his own group called the black shirts and they were um, ah i remember hearing about that yeah oswald yeah. mosley Os- yeah. yeah but he went by tom um, yeah, <laughs> well, which I would too Tom, if my name was course, Oswald. Of course. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, and like uh, at the at the beginning of the war, uh, he and his people were uh, right. were imprisoned in I think camps because uh, fun fact, uh, England had their own concentration camps. Essentially, ah. you don't really hear about them, but they did. Much like how the U.S. and Canada had internment camps uh, for Japanese uh, yep. Americans and uh, and Canadians. Yep. Um, but anyway, yeah, they were imprisoned uh, lest they be con- lest they become a uh, what they called a fifth column. You know, like uh, yeah. spies on the inside. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Highly recommend uh, both The Dollop and Behind the Bastards. Very good podcasts. Hmm. I'm very hesitant to dip into Behind the Bastards just because I listen to that guy's other podcast. and <laughs> It could happen here. Very heady. <laughs> it stressed me out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, well, since we're technically dipping into it sort of low key uh, by talking about all of the little details of history that don't get brought up. Um. Yeah, no the the latter half of this movie it just it I was initially really buoyant and looking forward to this because yes it's set around some really dark subject matter but it's Taika Waititi I mean yeah I, and I, the I, first half is just so ridiculous, ridiculous. <laughs> fucking clones I know Null had to pause the movie when the clones were mentioned and just like clones yep <laughs> I'm still like. Clones. <laughs> Not yeah. that the, you know they were only shown that one time, and then near oh, the they end were shown again. twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one yeah. time at the beginning when you find out there's clones, and then at the end when they all send off to die. Oh my god! And yeah, <laughs> it's like it sets up so neatly as this completely outlandish event of a comedy, mm-hmm. and then it sneaks up out of nowhere and it's like, oh yeah, you thought this was going to be happy? Death. Yeah. Death, right. death, death. I'm Which sorry. makes the death hit that much harder. Exactly. Because it's been, it's been so lighthearted exactly. and silly. You know? Can I also just say that I was super um, impressed with Scarlet in this movie. Yes. Mm. I actually, I mean, don't get me, don't get me wrong. Um, I've seen her in many other things. And I never thought of her as like a horrible actress or anything mm. like that. But I think that's one of my favorite things that I've seen her act in. Yeah, so she's, she was so good at it. I thought, yeah. she, I thought she did a great job. Yeah. I, was I think super this is impressed. a career-defining performance, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah. Yes. Actually, same for uh, Sam Rockwell. I would compare this very favorably to his performance in Moon. I know you haven't seen Moon. Have you? I have not seen Moon. I've heard good things, but I've not seen it. I might, might need, need to, to add put that, that on the list. The yeah, list. It's... Might need me to put it on the list. You are the controller of the list, good sir. I mean, hey, if, if you would like... Oh, you're suggesting I put it on one of my weeks. No, no, no. I was oh. going to put it on one of my weeks. But oh. if you're saying that you would like to put it on one of no, your weeks... No, no. words Oh, that's that's sort of where you were going with that <laughs> no, if you listen back to I, it. No, I thought yeah. that's what you were suggesting to me. Well, I'm oh, just no. thinking, like, but getting back to um, Scarlet, like, I don't... the. The only thing I'm going to say is that I'm used to seeing Sam Rockwell be amazing at everything that he does. True, yeah. Mm. I just, like, I, I, I frankly, if I see less than that, I'm, like, really upset. Yeah, usually, <laughs> so. yeah, usually Scar, ScarJo is, like, it, not, not it, like you said, not a bad actress, but not outstanding. Right. And, and she is really good in this. Right, exactly. She's just kind of, like, she's there. There's no denying that she is very attractive. So, you know, and I, and, and that's not to, like, you know, take away from her talent. Mm-hmm. It's just that, like, there there's literally no denying. Like, most people know Scarlet probably from the Avengers, which yeah. is Black Widow. One of her, one of her actual weapons is her sex appeal. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I guess, like, yeah. like, she, she literally, at least when you're, 
in the version of Black Widow that I grew up with, but yeah. that we're not talking about Avengers. I'm just saying <laughs> yeah. that a lot of people recognize her for stuff that she did in Avengers, and then you turn around and see her in something like this, and I'm way more impressed with that. She had more opportunity to do things with her character in this, if you ask I w- me. Yeah, I would, yeah, I would agree. Which, you know, like, I, I'm trying to think if I've seen her in anything other than Avengers hey, in this. I but- saw uh, sorry, guys. I'm going to have Brand pause the recording. I'm going to show these two dingbats the trailer for Under the Skin Scar- starring Scarlett Johansson that shows she is a very capable actress more often than not, and I'm really surprised by the discussion that's happening here. Well, and all we're saying is that we just haven't really seen her in anything else. Correct. And that this this gave her more room to work with a character than I think Avengers has given her. Correct. Under the Skin. Uh, okay, again, yeah. We're yeah. going to pause. Okay, now I'm recording again. <laughs> Welcome back. Yeah, so um, it uh, that movie definitely looks like something wild. Uh, I looked at her IMDb. Apparently, I've seen her in Avengers and The Island, and there's a reason I forgot The Island because <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't great. Not well, because of her, right? It has Ewan McGregor in it too, and I love him. Right? It yeah, just, he it didn't. Just, uh, Michael Bay. <laughs> yeah. Well. He didn't turn in a great performance in that either. Yeah. Ewan McGregor, I mean, I yeah. love him normally, but... Under the Skin or Under Her Skin, whatever the movie was called? The Skin. The Skin, okay. Yeah, it... Looks weird. Definitely looks wild. I might check it out, I guess. Um, but, but yeah. getting back to this one. <laughs> yes, definitely uh, uh, a career-defining performance. I thought I thought she was brilliant. I was super impressed with yeah. her. Um, yeah, she, I, yeah, she def- definitely had a lot more to work with than, um, uh, than she did as Black Widow. And yeah, she... Every hat she wore in the movie, um, she just killed it. Really shined, yeah, yeah. Um, let's get it. Are we? Do we want to keep just chatting, or do we want to get into favorite things? I mean, whatever you want to do. I mean, I guess we can. Get I liked into a lot things. of things about yeah. this movie, so you know, while we're talking about things that we like, seems to be seems yeah to be working out. Um, so for my favorite thing, uh, I mean, we talked about how we enjoyed that. Um, we, we liked them making fun of the Nazis, which is always nice. But one thing I really <laughs> liked that they did was, um, you know, the little boys got the crush on the Jewish girl that the family's hiding in the house. And they never made that weird, which yeah. I feel like a lot of movies could have. Yeah. And so I really like that they didn't go, because that would have made the movie so awkward well, and, and really think, ruined things. I think what helped with that too is that he acknowledged, like, he's like, the yeah. thing is I love you. Yeah. And I know it's as a little brother and that's okay. Yeah. And, and I'm like, okay, cool. We're still yeah. all right. Because yeah. I'm like, oh God, it's been doing so well. Please don't take it here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because like, okay, so like, um... Uh, Memoirs of a Geisha was a really great movie, mm. but then the little girl like falls in love with this way older man, and she like first has a crush on him when she's a little girl, and like knew him as a, when she was a little girl, and then in the end they're like in love, and that just always kind of like icked me out. I was just like, that's kind of wrong. And and in this they never they never made it weird, and they like you said they they resolved it well. Yeah, you know? I I do wonder though, had you had the Jewish character been like gender swapped? Or had the Jewish kid and, frankly, the main character been gender swapped? Or mm-hmm. even if the person who was Jewish was just significantly older, like, I think this character was still a teenager, respectively, when she yeah. was hiding. 17, yeah. 17. So that's still, like, I understand that he's 10. It's, very, yeah. it's, still, it's a big age difference, <laughs> yeah. but it's not like it's a 32-year-old woman right. hiding, yeah. hiding in here. He didn't right. stumble upon another mother figure. Yeah. So I think that's also one of the things that helped with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I just, I really, I really, I really enjoyed the way they handled that. Um, 
you know, and it, and you know, seeing a little boy like it's it's not weird for a younger kid to have a crush on somebody older. Yeah, no. And so I just I was really pleased with the way they handled that because, like mm-hmm. I said, handling it wrong could have fucked or, or yeah. made a weird moment yeah. in, in it otherwise ruined amazing the movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's just like let's let's not let's not watch this yeah. movie again, guys. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no. What was your favorite thing? This is gonna sound nuts. I really like that a guy predominantly known for comedy made me nearly weep like a baby. That's Taika Waititi? Yeah. Yeah. Sitting over there, like I said, I don't know if I'm ever going to really want to watch this again Mm -hmm. because I'm not usually a fan of crying. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) I I respect that. Yeah. (laughs) I feel that. And this this actually had me like right on the verge of fucking breaking. What moment was that when his mom mom died? Yeah. When yeah, when he just happened to bump into her and was like, Oh Yeah. And that that just that shattered me. Yeah. On the on the topic of crying, uh someday <laughs> in the future, y'all. I mean I we know exactly how many movies away it is, but we're not gonna spoil it <laughs> unless Nell wants to. Uh I, I there's a movie that I watched and made me sob like a baby. And uh, and then I for some reason decided I was gonna I'm gonna sub- subject these two to and it's a, a movie about the same time period. Um, so it's, it's also be... a World War Two movie. Oh, yeah. So also, it's just gonna be a huge crying. Also, fest. also yeah. sad kids, also dying parents. All right, I have um, the tissues ready. Yeah. yeah. Uh, We're not afraid to yeah. explore the sads here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, and and bads you'll also see in the yeah. future. <laughs> in the future, there will be some baddies. <laughs> oh, no, I, I feel judged as hell. <laughs> No, oh. not not just only that one particular movie that you added today, not in general. <laughs> trying to... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now thinking about it, yeah, there is one really, really, really bad movie I've added yeah, to the list. That for some reason you willingly spent money on. I was uh, so curious. I just had to know. <laughs> I had to it. know. Uh, if you want a hint, um, it's got one of the same actors from Jojo Rabbit and actress, if you prefer gendered terms. Um <laughs> Uh, I think everyone now knows exactly what bad movie starring a certain someone yeah. has made it onto this list. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Ellie, <laughs> what was your favorite thing about Jojo Rabbit? I liked so many things about it. I thought the writing was very smart. I mm-hmm. mean, comedy, I think, here's the thing, folks. I think so many people, because they're laughing, underestimate how difficult comedy is. Mm-hmm. It's Especially when you're talking about something like this. Yeah. It's very, comedy's really, really hard to do. That's why so many shows use a laugh track to tell you when to, Ex- you have to laugh because they're not actually funny. Exactly. <laughs> Among so many other things that are just so difficult about it. Yeah. So, I mean, I thought the writing was smart. I thought it was visually appealing. Like, oh, so a lot colorful. Of, a, lot of, a lot of war movies are very much like, I'm like, you just need to put this shit in grayscale and call it a day. Oh, you mean like Schindler's List? There you go. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> but that is a good... It's. I haven't Literally seen it, but it's supposed to be an amazing movie. Yeah. So, um, But no, I think one of my favorite things was like exploring this kind of coming of age story mm. by seeing the main character, the little boy, like fall out with his imaginary friend, yeah. who in this case happens yeah. to be Adolf Hitler. <laughs> mm. um, <coughs> excuse me. Um yeah, you see his relationship with Hitler change. And another thing I noticed, that's why it's great to rewatch a movie, is that 
at the start of the movie, he's all about wearing his little Hitler youth uniform. Right. And by the end, he's you know, not. He, he's kind of sheds it piece by piece yeah. before he's just not wearing it anymore. Right, exactly. Yeah. So I think I think that was one of my favorite things. At first, I wasn't sure how I felt about it, because this is Hitler that we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Who is she this said. little boy's imaginary <laughs> yeah. friend, but is actually being a good imaginary friend yeah. at the beginning of the movie. Giving him good advice and stuff. Like pep talks. <laughs> yes. To, to sort of jump in here, another thing that I noticed was as the film goes along, not only does Jojo sort of shed away the uniform a little bit at a uh-huh. time. But you see Adolf sort of transform slowly mm-hmm, over time right. until finally by the end, it's basically a fucking zombie standing yeah. there scolding a yeah. child. Bullethead yeah. and bull, or bullethead. Bullet wounded. Bullethead is correct. I mean, yeah, yeah it, it's just, it's kind of like revealing him for what he is, which is kind of like, you know, this really ridiculous, crazy personality mm-hmm. like going off yeah. on some people just because he could. Yeah. So, yeah, and he, and the little boy's just like, you know what? Nope, I'm done with this. Yeah. I'm done with you. Get out. Yeah. Um, deal. Fuck the, you, Hitler. That too. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, on the topic of, of colors, when I first watched it, I remember looking up trivia for the movie, um, and uh, that uh, the director had done that very intentionally because you know most movies mm-hmm. do uh, portray it as being so drab. But he's like, oh, Germany was actually super fashionable and stuff, and right? So that's why he wanted to give them you know bright and happy clothes, right? That and sort I mean, and I mean, let's be real, Scarlett Johansson's popping in some of those clothes, man. Oh, she yeah. looks great. Rockwell's oh, yeah. popping in some of those. Clothes. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! He looked fabulous at the end. Fabulous. Oh my gosh. Fabulous. Um, But that was probably one of my favorite things is like, I like seeing the coming of age and that's probably because it was just so relatable Mm -hmm. and I wasn't expecting it to be like when you first hear that a little boy's like imaginary friend is Adolf Hitler and that's his best friend. Yeah. You're kind of like, what? But when you think about it, like the kid grew up where he grew up when Mm -hmm. he grew up. And this propaganda shit was being shoved down his throat right. all the time. Yeah. So it makes sense. Yeah. And then also, as far as kids that had imaginary friends, I mean, I know I had a ton, <laughs> but as far I don't necessarily remember when I stopped having imaginary friends. I still talk to myself plenty, so I don't know if they're <laughs> necessarily gone. But um, as far as, you know, like not interacting and not saying this is my imaginary, not having that anymore, I would imagine it would be similar terms where it's like the the imaginary friend is literally the archetype or the character of whatever you give it. Uh-huh. And so if it's an Adolf Hitler, this is someone that's based in like an actual person, mm-hmm. you, the character acts how the actual person would act or how you think they would act. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that when things like start falling apart for them or when things are really good in what he's talking about, some of the like ridiculous stuff and then eventually how it ends makes perfect sense yeah (laughs) so i thought that was just interesting i'm like i bet that's how most of us that had imaginary friends probably stopped having imaginary friends is like we had a conversation (laughs) or we told our imaginary friend to fuck off or whatever i don't know did again again (laughs) i don't remember saying goodbye to my imaginary friends but i would imagine it could be something similar. Yeah. Um, I never had imaginary friends, so I really don't know. Same. I know. What? Yeah. Neither one of you. No. Are you both only children? No. no. Okay. Well, I you, mean, were, I you were raised alone, but I, yeah, I had my little sister. Well, not only was she I raised friends. alone, but okay. my only siblings are half siblings. Right. So I, I'm an only child. Oh uh, yeah. Um, okay. That's interesting. Cause I'm yeah. like, I definitely had a sibling and I still didn't want to interact with him. So I still had my own friends. Thanks. Yeah, no, <laughs> my I, fake I, friends. I had my stuffed and I had a ton of stuffed animals, but yeah, I never imaginary friends. My little sister had, um, a couple, I think yeah. I, I, I remember my mom was concerned about it, but the, you know, therapists were like, 
no, it'll it's be no fine. Normal. Well, to um, be fair, I don't know if it was as vivid as what this movie is portraying. Yeah. Like, I didn't actually see <laughs> yeah. another human or another character running around that yeah. I knew nobody else could see or hear. It was more yeah. like I knew everything was all in my head, and now yeah. it's not gonna. I'm not gonna deal with it anymore. Yeah, and you're talking about, um, you know, how the character being relatable. I thought they did a good job of making him relatable. Um, yeah. Considering he's a little Nazi. Yep. Usually <laughs> difficult to relate to. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but again, I think. That's where the comedy comes in and yes, why it worked. Absolutely. Because yeah. what the because you're making him likable because you can see how ridiculous all this shit is. So I think that I think that's one of the ways comedy helps is like comedy is one of the best ways to try and relate to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. like it's really interesting to hear about what's amusing mm-hmm. f- like for you versus somebody else. It could be the same thing, it could be something that's totally different. Yeah. So for example, apparently this did really well in the US and England not so much. Yeah. <laughs> so, case in point. But yeah, that was probably one of my favorite things is just seeing that type of connection and mm-hmm. that scope as far and using that as a way to do a coming of age. I thought that was interesting. I, I can't say I've seen that before. Probably have yeah. when I think really hard about it. But <laughs> off the top of my head, I can't say that I have. Yeah. Okay. Um. Least favorite things. This is going to be hard. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to think because uh, I know we need to think of something. Again, we just we just got done watching it. And right now, I have, I'm like all like puppies yeah. and rainbows. I've got one. Right okay. No. Why don't you start? My least favorite thing is the fact that comedy man Taika Waititi was able to make me cry. (laughs) (laughs) Your favorite and least favorite thing. Yeah. Like, a a good cry feels really good and it's well-earned. Yeah. But... Nobody likes to cry. Yeah. I'm I'm not generally a fan. It... I, I, I just feel very fragile and ugly when i cry uh-huh. and i feel like that's just a lot more deep down and personal than i really need to get into on this particular show <laughs> welcome we'll to s- western culture guys yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll save that for another podcast yeah <laughs> yeah i i i mean there's a um while i found the moment sad it, it didn't make me cry but there have been uh the movie I was talking about that we're going to watch in the right. future. Uh, that made me cry big time. Uh, actually, a couple movies I have that we're going to watch in the future are movies that have made me cry big you time. You just love one torturing them, yourself. That's what this well, is. Yeah. Well, <laughs> one of them is is a movie that you'd be surprised made me cry big time because it's a Pixar movie. But I watched it. I'm before. not surprised by yeah. that yeah, at they, all. They found a running <laughs> track record on yeah. this. It's, it's, it's a movie that I watched at exactly the wrong time because I related oh. to it way too hard. Oh, oh I got you. Oh, my God. Okay. Exactly um, which one you're talking about. Yeah. And then, um, <laughs> or like uh, 12 Years a Slave. Dude. At the very end, oh, just yep. bawling my eyes out. Hey, man, like, I held out for a really yeah. long time, and technically yep. the tear did not fall, but I did get misty-eyed, okay? Yeah. Right and at the end, I got I'm, the yeah. misties. I'm going to drop in a weird opinion for the audience. Uh, feel free to message on the, you know, the podcast's Twitter, or even my Twitter about this. I'm of the opinion that 12 Years a Slave is the single best example of historically accurate horror. Yeah, watch it when you know when I watched it the first time. I would have thought, okay, this is just like a historical drama. And then after Noel's like, who, "Who's Mr. Horror Man?" Yeah. So I know this is a horror movie. Like, you know what? Yeah, that's a horror <laughs> movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think one of the things, if we're if we're gonna go down that road, I think one of the reasons I don't necessarily like horror one of the reasons is because i don't like seeing all that awful shit thrown in my face because Mm. i see it in real life sometimes yeah now when we're talking about 12 years a slave the good news is i was not around for that actual (laughs) stuff to happen um but all it does is it points out how the that shit is still alive Mm -hmm. and 
and honestly, it doesn't make me happy that it was ever here at all. Right. Like that humans yeah. can, that humans are even like, we think we're so great and sophisticated and like advanced and we still d- treated and, other people like shit. And then World War II, the, you know, killing yeah, a classic, million, another classic. Jewish people, not to mention Gone. all the people who, who died, uh, you know, fighting. Of, of, of fighting or died of hunger. Yep. Um, just all that sort of thing. Just and it's gone. like, we, there are people who are alive now who survived that. Yeah. You know, we think we're better than that. I mean, and then of course there's all the things going on today, you know, yes, conflicts that's, in Syria. That's also and true. Yemen and, uh, and frankly right here. <laughs> yeah. But let, let's, let's not dive too deep into the right now, just because we do try to avoid this being actively a political podcast. Everything's political at the end of the day, yeah. but we, we try to, we, we try to keep that sort of on the DL at least, but we, we aren't blind to it, guys. Yeah. yeah, I'm just... My point was, before I went down on that, like, down that rabbit hole, is, like, that's one uh, of the... rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the reasons I don't really like horror movies. It's yeah. like, I don't like seeing awfulness and ugliness and, and, frankly, like, just awful gore thrown in my face. Yeah. Like, I don't enjoy seeing it yeah. when I have to deal with some of it in real life. Yeah, like, last <laughs> week's movie, you know, even though it's billed as a, a horror movie, it really didn't feel like a horror movie to me. And yeah. Nulls told me, you know, he's like, oh, well, this is kind of more what horror is like. You know, where it's a lot silly. And it's like, yeah, last week's movie was very silly. Silly, yeah. And uh, so, um, uh, so whether or not, I guess, horror maybe needs to be broken down <laughs> into, yeah. like, multiple genres. Cause yeah. Like the, like, the properly scary horror, I don't like that. Like, uh, The right. Ring or The Grudge. I right. remember seeing those as kids. No, thank you. Yeah, well, and also it's, and also I'm discovering, like, you can get into an argument trying to figure out what's horror and what's yeah. not. And this I, one yeah. over here, sitting, <laughs> sitting right beside me, Mr. Null here, loves to have debates about that yeah. shit. And I'm just like, no, I just don't consider it a horror movie because yeah. I actually, like, and it's just my body. Bias, but I'm like mm-hmm. I actually enjoyed this movie was it hard to watch yeah but I don't necessarily consider that a horror movie whereas Null is pointing out all this shit and when he's right I don't like to acknowledge it <laughs> so <laughs> just and like... finally she admits <laughs> it yeah. I mean and then there are smart horror movies too that I like like um the original version of the eye not the American remake which no, is garbage yeah. um but like it was uh it's about this girl who gets a cornea transplant because she's blind and then can see ghosts oh hello it's, yeah it's it's very scary but I'd, it's also I think very I'd stay blind <laughs> that's, that's uh, kind spoiler of alert plot, yeah. that's how it ends oh. um, <laughs> she she gets injured again in the eye and can't see again um yeah uh but yeah and like the original version even though it was scary it kind of has a sad ending um it it's a little bittersweet ending but um it's it was very smart and uh like I, that's how I got through it. Even watching it as a kid, yeah. um, on running on three days of no sleep because uh, I had rented uh, Wind Waker from oh my gosh uh, our local video store. That's how old I am. Uh, and <laughs> I was like, oh well, I've only got this game for five days, so I got to stay up straight uh, for three days playing it. Oh my Hallucinating god! Hallucinating by oh the end. Brand. Do not recommend. Brent. Oh. <laughs> oh. And then I went to a friend's house and we watched uh, The Secret Window with Johnny Depp, which wasn't great. I actually liked that movie yeah. a lot. Well, I didn't like it. <laughs> uh, it was scary. It was part of it. Um, mm. And then we watched The Eye and I was super convinced it was all CGI. And my friends were like, Brent, no, no, you just, you're tired, Brent. <laughs> Aww. Aww. Um, but then I watched it again years later. It's like, okay, yeah, no, it holds up. It's a good movie. Yeah. And then they remade it starring Jessica Alba, and that is not oh, a good movie. Not a good movie at all. Uh-uh. Well, well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I guess we need to talk about things we didn't like about this movie, huh, yeah. I've already uh, said, so uh, it's on I YouTube guess... now. <laughs> the only thing I could think of is um, there were some issues with pacing here and there where it kind of really slowed okay. down big time. I can give you that. And, yeah. and like it, it would pick up again, but it would really kind of slam on the brakes, and you'd feel like, okay, 
This movie's starting to feel a little long. And then it would be like, oh, hey, wait, wait, wait. Wait, no, we got more, guys. And, uh, Paper and uniforms. Would, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it did kind of slam on the brakes a few times before it picked up again. Hmm. Yeah. Anything you could think of, Ellie? It's hard. Yeah. I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah, I, I I'm really, glad. <laughs> I enjoyed the writing. I enjoyed the cast. I thought how it was, like, just how it was filmed seemed to be really well done. Mm-hmm. So this is... This is really difficult. I I had a thing that I thought I could say, and you know, it's not coming to me right now. So, <laughs> of course, um, I. No, do you have anything else to acknowledge yeah, other uh... than you know the thing that was your favorite and least favorite thing about the movie that you might want to bring up? Well, honestly, usually I can nitpick lines of dialogue as just standing out as really rough on the ears. I mean, literally, my whole thing is. When I'm writing a story, I'm very fussy about the specific phrasing of sentences and the way one flows into the next. Right. I'll delete an entire paragraph because two words don't feel right next to each other. Mm -hmm. There wasn't a moment in this where the dialogue felt wrong to me. It it just flowed so consistently well. And every time I said to myself, oh, they're going to screw this up, they went, nope, here's a beautiful, elegant line of dialogue that is so astute and insightful that you just shit yourself for the fact <laughs> you didn't write it. And I'm like, damn. Mm. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm trying to think of something. I love, yeah. I love like talking about stuff that I didn't necessarily yeah. love. Like oh, about we know it. you love bitching about movies. <laughs> <sighs> well, I did agree to do this with you guys. So, you know, um, there is some appeal for me, but I really, I really did. I, I just enjoyed this movie. I I'm can't. Really, well, I, obviously, as the one who chose this movie and was excited to share it with you guys, I'm really glad you enjoyed it so much. <laughs> I'm you sure are I could messing th- with the premise of the show, Ellie. But... I'm sorry. I'm sure I will think of something later yeah. <laughs> because that's how my mind tends to work. Yeah. I'll probably wake up at 3 a.m. today and be like, like I, got I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. Well, um, since Ellie has failed us entirely, sorry. Uh, it's yeah. okay. We love you anyway. I let you, I let you guys down. I'm sorry. If it comes to me later, I'll be interloper. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. We do still have uh, one more question to go through. So maybe while we're doing that, you'll think of it. Uh, we won't hold you to it though. Uh, I'm gonna roll the little dicey die to see uh, what the third question is gonna be. And the number uh, is it's number six. Whoop, whoop. Well, I mean, we already kind of know the answer to this question. What do you think the elevator pitch for this movie was? Um, <laughs> um, it's, uh, okay. Uh, I think it would be, so uh, there's a boy who's uh, in the Hitler youth that his imaginary friend is Adolf Hitler. But what he doesn't know is his mom is hiding a Jewish girl upstairs. I probably would have just left it with like it's a coming of age story about a boy growing up in this time and his uh be- and his best imaginary friend is Hitler. <laughs> like I probably would have just left it at that. And yeah. Just like because I feel like that would be an automatic. I need to know more before I just straight up say no. <laughs> so I'd be curious. Yeah. What do you got, Noel? Well, I cheated because I was staring at the Wikipedia page for oh, Jojo God. Rabbit and I discovered it's based on a book. Right. Yeah. I did not know that. So. I would mention, oh, it's based on, it would be based on this novel by Christine Lunens, uh, and it would be about this little boy who's learning that being a Nazi is terrible and <laughs> bad. 
And then I would just see what happens from there and probably now, get kicked out of the elevator. <laughs> now, I, I've not read the book, but if I remember, uh, like I said earlier, I looked up the trivia for the movie uh, shortly after watching it the first time. If I remember correctly, basically all the comedy aspects were Taika Waititi. And the movie was primarily about this boy in the Hitler youth who found out his mom was hiding a Jewish girl in the attic. How interesting. And then at the, I think they were closer in age and I think they did actually like get together in the book. I see. Um, and But he did do that thing at the end where he's just like, Oh no, the war's not actually over. You have to stay. That, that's some fucked up shit. Am I correct? Are you reading the summary currently? Uh, yeah. Uh, there's literally one of the questions that pops up apparently very often for Google. I just, I just googled <laughs> "caging skies" and it said people also ask, "Is caging skies based on a true story? Is caging skies funny?" <laughs> and the answer is no. It's a very, very bleak story. So bleak, in fact, that even though the book jacket said darkly comic the darkness is so stifling that i struggle to understand why anyone would even think it's remotely funny i'm just like (gasps) that actually might have been the thing that i didn't like about it now that i'm now that i'm listening to that um is when when it got to that scene i didn't it's not that i think the scene should not be in it it's Uh important and it needs to happen right but that was the thing that pissed me off i'm like if they end this movie with that poor (laughs) jewish girl still in this house thinking that the war is going on and germany won yeah i'm gonna flip out (laughs) yeah there were a couple moments like or where where he was like writing the letters from nathan at first it's just like man this kid's a little shit shit like a shitty 10 year old i would have kicked the shit out of him it's like yeah he's 10 he's dummy his brain is forming right. he doesn't know better but yeah just like god damn it you're a little shit <laughs> yeah pretty much i but that might have been my least favorite like it it wasn't my least favorite thing because you know it didn't end there fortunately right. it was it ended on a much better note it was it was great but i did have that fear for a second like please god no yeah. i've enjoyed this so much yeah that was don't, like my don't do it like that can, can biggest fear be like be like what i use for my negative thing yeah. just the big fear yeah i i, I would <laughs> use yes. that okay <laughs> that way i'll have personal, something deep personal internal turmoil yeah. i mean and don't get me wrong his mom dying was heartbreaking but yes. i kind of admittedly i kind of saw it coming a little mm-hmm. bit um, what killed me about it was him trying to tie her shoe. Yes, yeah. that was... I, it uh, wasn't even the fact that I knew it was his mom. It was that you saw her shoes, he tried to tie the shoes, and he just couldn't. Yeah. He couldn't yeah. do it. Um, so, yeah. <sighs> now that I brought the mood down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, I mean, just like the movie did, you know, all, yeah. all laughs and fun for the first half. Well, and it, it was piggybacking off of something that was so beautiful, and that's why I got suspicious. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, that thing is so beautiful. What awful I know, thing I know. is going to happen? Before we saw anything, I don't remember which of you said it, but one of you went, uh-oh. That was me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I thought maybe the butterfly would just get crushed under a truck tire of To be fair, that was back, where my but... mind was going. I was like, how does the butterfly die? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the good news, the butterfly lived. Oh, yeah. no, no, the butterfly died. Her name was just scarlett johansson oh, <laughs> that is true hey hey you might be able to that's actually a fair point you might be able to work that in there mm-hmm. you just gotta yeah. write them up and see like was i right about that <laughs> all right well um i think that's all we had for today unless any you guys wanted to bring up anything else uh, no i think just, it was a great movie you gotta yeah. go watch it because obviously it ties into a lot of other stuff because yeah. you know we talked about a lot of other movies not just yeah. this one in this in this show because yeah. it was so yeah opened yeah. a lot of doors um yeah just fantastic movie all around fantastic writing fantastic acting and uh like just great little moments like uh the giant steven merchant oh my god uh, with the heil hitlers heil hitler that was great (laughs) also scarlet portraying his dad oh yes that scene that was one of those scenes where i'm like dude 
Yeah. All right, Scarlet. Yeah. Go ahead. So yeah, no, Rocket that was Scar great. Joe? Yeah. yeah. Go go ahead. That was that was great. Yeah. Oh, go and go, the, Scar Joe. Go go. And uh, and for the kids, you know, you don't always see great acting from kids, but I thought both, I thought the kid was um, great. Yeah, JoJo and his friend um, um, Yorkie. I thought yeah. Yorkie, Aww. who looked like a mini Nick Frost. You, I yeah. Never, I, you pointed out. I was like, I can't unsee it now. He yeah. really does look like. He mini was Nick Frost. probably one of my favorite characters <laughs> because he just said what he said. Yeah. He just was like, I really, do, I saw them capture a bunch of Jews. I really don't know what the big deal yeah. is. They seem oh, pretty you, normal. You, <laughs> you've got a girlfriend. Good for you. Jewish girlfriend, good for you, man. It's like, oh, hey. we lost. Now you and your girlfriend could be together. Yeah, how about that? It's really not a good time to be a Nazi right now. Like, you notice that? Like, I'm just like, all right, little kid. I'm pretty sure under normal circumstances he would not have lived. But I'm gonna go home and see my mother. I need to cuddle. Yeah, he's just. I he do was need a cuddle. One. He was probably one of my favorites. Yeah, very adorable. Um, yeah. Okay, we brought the mood back up. Awesome. There it is. Okay. All right, so, you guys. Wallace, up. Do we want to do plugs real quick? Shameless oh, duh. Plugs. yeah. We almost forgot about plugs. I was about. Plug, plug, plug. Oh no, you didn't. Uh oh. Plugs and then Uh-oh. a hint. Okay. Oh god, yeah. I should okay. probably figure that out, shouldn't I? Yeah. 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 No, we'll a do while plugs ago would have been a good time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So first off, uh, if you want to write an email to the podcast, uh, you can do so at lscpod at gmail dot com. Uh, then, if you want to alternately tweet at us because you are living in the future. Uh, it would be also at LSCPod. Uh, then there's my personal Twitter that is MXM Null and Bram. Uh, my Twitter is at uh, Brannigan Star. And if you like Null and I in particular, uh, we do another podcast called Midtown Mythos. Should check it out. Super nerdy. It Very. is. It is fun though. Yeah, it's an actual play. Uh, Null and I play a game uh, that uh, he created himself. It's snazzy. It's urban horror. So if you like weird, spooky, silly, it's all of those things. But then Bran also cracks me the fuck up on a routine basis because she is very funny. Sometimes I do. It's not. I mean, I would say the show, uh, the subject matter itself isn't necessarily funny. But sometimes I say dumb things and make Mel laugh. Yeah, I'd say that it's about 70% dark weirdness and then 30% funny as hell. Sometimes. Yeah. So, do you have that hint ready, or are you a loser? <laughs> Jeez, no pressure at all. God. Um, so, yeah, I guess I could drop a hint. It's not going to be as clever as my first one. I apologize. I was very prepared with, with the hint for Hamilton. I'm so not prepared for like this Like two one. weeks in advance yeah. prepared. <laughs> my, my hint for this movie came about only because I was I just, I just thought of it. And I was like, oh, wait, I need this movie to be our next movie that we watch, just so I could say a little boy whose imaginary friend is Adolf Hitler. <laughs> Well, um, I will say the next one that we're going to be discussing, it's not going to be um, a quote unquote like traditional movie. I mean, granted, Hamilton isn't a traditional movie either. So yeah. I guess I'm nothing if non traditional. <laughs> um, but we're going to be basically exploring um, rivalries, friendships that can actually come out of rivalries. Um, and yeah, a little bit of magic. Ah. That's all you're getting. 